What's up, guys? It's your man and his other man, Felipe and Rowan. We're here. We're about to bring you this great episode. This is the Girls and Gospel podcast. Ew. Oh, no. So today we're going to be talking about. No, we're not. God's love. Well, whatever that so, is. No, we're not. Angelica. <laughs> Angelica. Jebediah told me that he loves me. And I feel like it's kind of just like God's love for us. Uh, all right. All right. That's nasty. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, today in the. Men and Meat podcast, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> no way. No way. No, we're not. No, we're not. What? This is a man and something manly. Nope. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about God's wrath and how much he... Hate... Uh, yeah, glad you caught this up. I don't know where you're gonna go with that, but it wasn't there, good based yeah, on the so other I was intro. Gonna, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna, I was, I had something in mind, and I'm like, oh, can't say that. So then I switched it, and I'm like, ooh, can't say that either. And then I had a third thing. I had three things, all of which terrible. Yeah, and should not be said aloud. So glad you didn't say them. Super glad you didn't say them. Self control is incommunicable. Attribute of God. No, it is the fruit of the Spirit. I am a God at it. Ain't nobody better. I promise you God is better at self-control than you are. I don't know. Um, Less to lose. What? (laughs) Ooh, starting the podcast off with some heresy. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of heresy, Uh, that reminds me of our sponsors. Uh, Water. (laughs) <laughs> hydrochloric acid um no is that it's like is that rubbing alcohol all right real quick because this will be our intro conversation icebreaker yeah. question um we've decided on the debate is it's wheels but go on oh yeah so um there's a joke where like you say the like chemical name for water and it's like supposed to be really funny like yeah H2O. they use it they use it in no it's like something hydrogen oxide or something it's like yeah like if you drink too much of it you'll die and like they use it in nuclear plants and they have it all over the place and it's supposed to be really funny because if you're a stupid person like you're like oh no like we need a petition against it but i have no idea what the name is and i was going to make a joke about it but i can't i'm really bad at chemistry so for the life of me i can't i can't tell you it's all right i'm also really bad at chemistry i you know that's the we should rebrand ourselves the so I was honest podcast because really this is just a safe space for us to be honest about the things that we're bad at. I can't do chemistry, and for the life of me, I am not able to craft a bench. It's no, but in all honesty, I can't hopscotch. So, wow, if anybody wants to teach me, I've tried to teach you, hopeless. No, but seriously, if you see me at like anywhere, don't bring, don't talk to me about hopscotch. Listen, if you're listening now, this would be the perfect time to see him at church on Sunday with hopscotch out on the sidewalk and just 
challenge him. To there the was game. an episode. We're really off topic, but there Sorry. was an episode where I said I could do an Obama impression, and Kyle, I'm going to shout him out, asked me every single week since then to week. do it. No, it's been two weeks at this point to do an Obama impression, and I've not regretted saying anything more than that. Why don't and you I, do your Obama impression? Just do it quick on the see, podcast. I can't. It's not going to sound good if I do it on the podcast yeah, right you'll now. You do it. It's all right. I'll we do can it in an after show because we're like five good, minutes Okay, listen. In. All this after show <laughs> crap, we haven't done one in months, to say the least. No, what do you I'm got? Just go for it. Just like, <laughs> just order. No, don't even order. I'm not going to overcomplicate it for you. you. Just let me practice. Let me practice. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> I think I got it. Okay. Go. <clears throat> My nope. No, just go. I I don't no know pressure. if I can still do it. You can do it. My fellow Americans. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Uh, is that all Give you me something to say. What do you? Hey, Mr. President, what would you like to, at Culver's? Um. No, I can't do it. I can't. Uh, <laughs> no, I won't be able to do it. Give me some time. After show episode. I'll practice okay. it. I'll actually right. practice it. All right. That was the worst. No, I can't. I was going to do Donald Trump, but that was clearly not Donald Trump. Hello, Americans. Last night. At least you have that. Yeah, I have the. My, see, fellow, I can say, my fellow Americans. I can do phrases because I could also do like Mickey Mouse. Hi, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go for it because I got to go super high and my voice is going to crack. No, do it. Just back off the mic a bit. Okay. <laughs> we should probably get started. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Hi, Mickey. No. Nope. I don't think you've ever watched oh. Mickey Mouse. Hi, oh, Mickey. No. Nope. Yeah, that's the only time. See, like. I'm too He's excited. Got a little bit more you got bass. me too excited, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a crazy intro. Hey, speaking of excited, that's because <laughs> I usually have good news. Uh, and speaking of good news. Speaking of good news. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, we are tackling on this episode, the, uh, how do I want to phrase this? So a while back we did an episode on evangelism and that's a great way to start. Not saying that we did a bad job, but it sucked. So what we're going to do is we want to kind of, this isn't going to be the same episode regurgitated by any means. Or by any means, right? But what we want to do is we want to, because we, I think we had a good idea. It was just the way we presented it was wrong or was a little off, and just like we didn't feel um, that we did a well enough job of um, talking about the subject of evangelism. So we're gonna take that and we're gonna kind of put a new spin on it and like really try to have a good meaty conversation about. Evangelism, or about not evangelism, because if you clicked on this, you know that it is not. It's not the title. It's also not the title. Is also not man and meat. So definitely not. Tricks you there, but we're going to be talking. Anybody? We're talking about the gospel today, right? And how uh, I forgot our cool little zinger to like the you go ahead the bad news, good news thing. 
Oh, well, the gospel isn't complete without bad news. You need there needs to be bad news in order for us to hear the good news. There we go. Right. Um, and I don't I'm going to go back. I don't think that we did a bad job uh, on the evangelism episode. I think we did an incomplete job because um, yeah. this is the part that we were missing. Um, and so going back here. Funny enough. Going you back. You think. You would not miss the gospel when talking about evangelism. Well, we didn't miss the gospel. We just <laughs> we were just like, hey, let's go love some people. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's have conversations. Let's not be dirtbags, you know, like trying to trick people into heaven oh, yeah, or that, trying to make people feel bad about not believing in Jesus, send, trying to send everybody to hell in conversation. Like that's, you know, like that's what we talked about and that's what we did. But really, like, yeah, we don't we don't get to be dirtbags and just try to send everybody to hell in conversation but there is an important part of evangelism that is presenting people with bad news that they are sinners mm -hmm. um and that's not what we want to do on this episode we're not going to go into another evangelism hey this is how you share the gospel we just want to talk about the gospel what it is and why it's important and why we need it and the complete gospel right because um the it's it's important that we know that the gospel it was a common word it was not an exclusive christian word uh when it was first used the gospel means good news which is good for us christians because that makes really easy marketing right but Hooray, Jesus, because he thought of this one ahead. Um, like, I mean, I'm joking, but I'm also serious. Like, it's good news, right? So the gospel is good news, and it's legitimate good news that there is a Savior who has paid the sacrifice, who has paid the ransom, who has paid our debt, who has who died on the cross, who was buried and rose again, and now he lives, and he gives us uh, free access to God. He gives us forgiveness for our sins, and he promises us eternal life, like, that is good news. The bad news is, hey, we're all sinners. We have all sinned against God. We have all, like, we're all in the negative right now, right? Like, if if God is a debt collector, we owe him a lot of money that we can never um, hope to repay because he's a holy God. He is a just God. And we have wrongly, we have, we have, we have done wrong. Yeah. Um, and you can say, oh, but I'm a good person. No, you're not. You're a sinner. Yeah. Without Jesus, we're all sinners. Yeah, I think we fall into this kind of innately human uh, trap of pride, right? Because I think... Oh, I'm doing this right now. I forgot uh, to hang it up, so I figured if I just drape it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we all fall into this trap uh, that we all have as humans of being like, when we hear like, oh, you're depraved, right? It's like, okay, yeah. But what does that mean? I, well, hold your horses, all right? Sorry. Um, I think like, especially at church, it's just like, you're a sinner, like you're depraved, but Jesus saved you. And you're like, well, I couldn't be that bad. Like I volunteer at the food shelter. I come to church every Sunday. Like I talk to my mom every once in a while, like. This and that, like, I'm a pretty decent person. Yeah. But when we put it in perspective, right, like, almost everything we do is imperfect. We can't go a single day without sin. And I think, uh, was I, I'm pretty sure it was the Sermon on the Mount where uh, Jesus does the whole, like, if you've even looked at a woman and, like, 
uh, yeah, you looked at a woman you've heard lust- it said. lustfully, you've you've committed adultery. If you've ever been, if you've ever uh, been angry at your brother, you've murdered him in your heart. So, like, how many times have you been angry at somebody, even at something as little as like on the belt line, right? Or and you're like an adultering murderer, right? And when you think about it like that, and we talked about this in the last episode, how much God hates sin and how much God is holy, right? And when you like combine those things, God sees you as this adulterous murderer who's massacred thousands and thousands of people because I've been, well, maybe not thought, or yeah, in a lifetime, I'm sure you've been angry at a th- at least a couple thousand people, right? So you're angry, like you've killed thousands of people. If someone was sitting and a judge was, they were in a courtroom, right? And someone has murdered several people. You're like, he doesn't deserve to have any grace, right? And so when you think about it like that, it's just like, oh, yeah, my sin is, like, my sin is bad. Like that is the level of depravity because the standard set by God is, literal perfection and complete holiness and all that stuff. And it's just like, man, it really, it really kicks you in the, kicks you in the gut. Yeah. And, um, going back on this, um, I, we, we were at a conference recently, um, and we were talking about, we were listening to a few speakers and one of the things that really stuck out to me was, uh, like they kept reiterating uh, the idea that we need to be reminded of the gospel. Um, and when I hear that phrase, I think it's because in my American Christianity, I immediately think, yes, I need to be reminded that God saved me. Like I need to be reminded of just the good parts, right? And a lot of times when we talk to people, we want to talk to people and say, like, just the good stuff, right? And I think that's our human nature. It's like, we, I, I love good news. I hate bad news. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the doctor came at, came at me and was like, what do you want to hear? The bad news or the worst news? I just want to be like, I don't want to hear any of it. Just surprise me. You know, like, just tell me a complete flat-out lie. You know, like, if the bad news is that you have cancer, just be like, bro, you're good. You're good. Go home. Get some rest. You know, like, Ignorance I don't want to hear is it. bliss. Ignorance is bliss sometimes, you know, you don't want the bad news. Um, and, and that's, that's what I walked away, like having these conversations at the conference, I was like, Hey, you know, uh, it's so important that we remember the power of the gospel. So remember that we remember the simplicity of the gospel. And then also that the reason for the good news is because there is also bad news. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe I'm crazy, but like, I feel like so much so in our culture today, all we focus on and all we want to tell people, Ro, is the good news, right? Like at yeah. church, I, I, you don't hear that many messages about sin anymore. Well, um, and you, well, you know, at our church, you kind of do every week, but, 
But it's a good thing. We're reminded and we're confronted with our humanity and our need for Jesus, right? But for the most part, like the the sermon clips that you see on TikTok aren't always, aren't always the ones that like you're a sinner and you need Jesus. You are depraved. You are wrong and you need Jesus. There are no like the things that blow up on TikTok, on Instagram, the things that we're flooded with on our feeds. If we even follow Christian pages are are, are mostly positive. Right. There's no confrontation of our sin nature. Um, And we need we need to hear the bad news in order for us to really appreciate, really love the good news of the gospel. Go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, like when we're talking about this bad news, like. I think it would be good to like know where we're coming from. And so like here just. A few Bible verses, right? We have Romans six twenty three. That wait, says, wait, wait. "Oh, don't, don't jump ahead." Don't jump ahead. Yeah, I think we need to define sin. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I and sorry, I'm gonna bring this up because I was listening to a podcast, uh, a church sermon this week, and nothing. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you later, but it's it's just funny, and I accidentally. Made a little exclamation about it. Sorry. Oh, um, I was listening to this podcast uh, this week of of a church sermon, and uh, the person preaching was defining sin, and they said, "We've heard, you know, like everybody's kind of heard this idea of sin is comes from an old Greek word from archery, when it just means missing the mark." Um, but it's even more ag- egregious. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, that's. It's even worse than that. Uh, it's missing the mark intentionally. It's like you're aiming at the target and you're just like, screw the target, I'm going to shoot at the grass. Or screw the target, I'm going to aim for a bird. Or screw the target, I'm going to aim for the guy standing next to me. It's missing the mark intentionally, right? It's deliberate disobedience to God. Um, and when we read through the book of Romans, like Rowan was about to, like we need to understand that Paul does a really good job explaining to the church in Rome that there is a lot about sin that we need to be aware of. That's good. So Romans three twenty three says, "For all who have sin, for all who have sinned, all have sinned. Ugh, can't read. For all have sinned and fallen fallen short of the glory of God." So when we talk about sin, we're talking about how, like, kind of like how Felipe said, missing the mark intentionally and just falling completely short of the glory of God. And when talking about the glory of God, we're talking about him and all of his infinite knowledge and wisdom and holiness and all this. And so it's it's all so good. But we we just, we don't have the ability to see it because we all have sinned and fallen short of that glory, right? And then in Romans... And this kind of goes hand in hand. In Romans 6, uh, 6, verse 23, we learned that the wages of sin is death, right? And we're not talking about, like, as soon as you sin, you're just going to die. Like, God's going to strike you with a thunderbolt. This is like a spiritual death. Like, it's separation from God. You know, we talked about holiness in the last episode, which is God's complete separation of, or complete separation from sin. When we sin... We like our relationship with God is damaged, right? And when that's completely severed, when we're living in that sin and we don't have like that connection to God, 
that is com- that's almost complete death, right? Because that is the worst of the worst. Like the living God who only wants the best for you, who's all good and all knowing. When you have severed your relationship with Him, um, like you can't get much worse than that, right? Um, Romans five eight says, "But God shows His love for us that while we were sinners, Jesus Christ died for us." So now we're getting into the good news, right? Because even though we live in sin constantly, right? Everything we do is pretty much sinful, right? Like 90% of the stuff we do is sinful, maybe even more than that. But even though, even through all of that, right? God still is trying to make a way for us so that even though we were sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Yeah. It's important that we understand that God didn't wait till we were perfect to offer a way out. Yeah. Like, that is the good news. We were dead in our sin, lost without hope, no place to begin. Sorry, those are song lyrics. <laughs> uh, uh, He's a music director. Can't blame him. Uh, so so we, were, we were dead in our sin, like completely, uh, utterly useless in our que- quest for righteousness, for holiness. Like, there was nothing that we could do that would allow us to achieve what God demanded, right? Like God demanded a, a, a perfect, pure life. We have no way of achieving that. But in our sin, Jesus Christ died for us. And that's, that's beautiful. God didn't wait till we were perfect to make a way out. Yeah, that's good. And um, so it's like Jesus Christ died to make... A way out. So how do we how do we go through that, right? Romans ten verse nine says, "If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved." So Jesus has created the path, but it's up to you to or Jesus has created a gift, right? And it's up to you to accept that gift, right? It has to be your decision, and it has to. I love how it says, "If you believe in your heart," right? Because I think. We confess with our mouth, but we don't believe in our heart, right? Mm. It's very ingenuine, and we just say the right things to get to the right places so that we can be friends with as many people as possible. But then during the week, after Sunday, we're doing the same thing, and we're partying and doing X, Y, and Z, and not living like we've just been saved from death, right? Yeah, and and let me say this, because I feel like we always use drinking and partying and, do, and doing drugs as the example of what a non-Christian life is. But there are people out there that aren't Christian that aren't doing that, but are still living in sin, right? There are people that aren't drinking and partying and doing drugs that are serving at food pantries, that are feeding the point. homeless, that are, that, are, that are raising families, and, and they're not doing anything wrong, quote-unquote, but they're still filthy sinners, um, and that's, that's a hard truth to, to, to wrestle with because it's insulting, right? It's insulting. It's aggravating. Uh, it's, it's almost like a how dare you moment, but how dare us, how dare us think that because we do good things that we somehow deserve God's forgiveness. We don't, that is what makes God holy. God could, God could have made no way out and he still would be worthy of all praise, all, all honor, all glory, forever and ever, amen, 
and the angels will still be singing around his throne. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He who was and is and is to come. Like he is completely worthy of all praise, all honor, all glory, even if he had never made a way out. How dare we think that we are somehow worthy of his forgiveness? But he chooses to forgive. He died for us while we were still sinners. And if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. Here's the thing. If we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, it eventually works its way out into our lives. Preach. Salvation, and we talked about this. We did a whole episode on the salvation and sanctification. This is a real thing. What are you looking at? You. Oh, because you kind of looked past me. I thought it was a ghost in the corner. Nah. Or I'm the looking devil. At uh, <laughs> Quite literally. Sorry. Uh, and uh, what was I saying? Because I seeping out no. into your life. Yeah. So if 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 salvation happens, if we believe, if we believe the gospel, if we believe in the life transforming power of Jesus, that He lived, died, rose again, paid the price for our sins. He lives seated at the right hand of God, and He's coming again. It changes our lives, and it is good news. It is good news that we put in our faith in a God that's not dead, a God that's risen, a God that lives, a God that intercedes for us, that is seated at the right hand of God, a God that knows our pain, knows our struggle, who prays for us. Quite literally, like we have such good news that we are forgiven of this debt that we could never afford to even begin to make down payments on. The interest is too high. The market is too unstable. Like we owe God a, a credit report. Like our credit score with God is two. Most people zero. Uh, maybe a few guys got like three, you know. Uh, and, and we owe God such a tremendous amount and he forgives us. We are sinners. We are dead in our sin and he forgave us. That's good. Which kind of reminds me, like, I feel like we lose or we're, we can be so joyless when it comes to Christianity. Like we think it's such a chore to read our Bible, pray, and it becomes monotonous. And it's just like, where. Where's the joy? Like, where's the passion? Right? Because we've been saved from our death or we've been saved from death. And we've we get like this connection with the one and only God who's perfectly holy and perfectly good and all these good things. And we have a direct connection with him. And he's saved us, even though we are we are undeserved, completely undeserving. And yet we're so joyless. Right. Because I think when. Christians are full of joy and have an overabundance of this joy, right? I think it spills out to not just our own lives, but to other people, right? Because when you've, when you fully understand the weight of the gift that, excuse me, the weight of the gift that's been given to us by Jesus Christ, I don't see how you can't share that with other people, right? And I think that comes with, from an overabundance of joy, which I feel like we are significantly lacking. And I think uh, our pastor has called out people for being joyless uh, quite a bit. And I think it's really cool because it kind of, it kind of puts me in check as well. Cause it's just like, where like this, this should be genuine joy. And like, if there isn't genuine joy, then where do my priorities lie? Like, why am I not joyful? Because this is a real gift and this is like a real thing that 
is life changing to not just me, but everybody around me. Right. So where's like, where's the joy in that? And like, it makes me feel like how ungrateful I, like how ungrateful I am to just completely disregard and just, oh yeah, I just want to do my own thing. It's, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I completely hear what you're saying. Um, and I think that's why it's important that we remember the good news, right? Um, and we forget that. And we settle for a comfortable news. We settle for an, hey, all is good in the world. Uh, I think we sh- we settle for like Christian Buddhism at times, at you know, like in our faith. Like we just want the good parts. Like, hey. Jesus loves you. You're so amazing. You know, if like you focus hard enough, you can get to heaven. Yeah. If you, hey, listen, sign up and volunteer at the food pantry and wear our T-shirt uh, and, you know, like get the tattoo and get the things and, uh, you know, uh, wear your favorite band on your shirt and make sure you listen to Life 102.5 or K-Love or Air One Radio or whatever the case might be. I know um, one of those were. Yeah, I try to hit everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, go go to all the Hillsong concerts. Go skillet. to... What did you say? Skippo. Skillet. Oh, Skillet. Yeah, make sure you're a panhead for Skillet. I used to love Skillet. Uh, you know, like, go out and do all the things. And, and we want the comfortable, easy, Christian, Buddhist, not life-changing news. We just want to be comfortable, and that's not the gospel. Yeah. The gospel is confrontational, and we need that. We need that. I need that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, how? one of the things, uh, this is going to be a shout-out. This is going to be a shout-out, and it's something that... uh, I really, really admire about Rowan. Hey. Rowan loves confrontation for the sake of being more like Jesus. When it comes to his faith, he doesn't want things sugar-coated. He doesn't want the easy, boring stuff that we've gotten so accustomed to hearing in church. If it makes him uncomfortable, if it causes him to look at his life and see that there are areas that maybe he needs to change, he actually welcomes that. And there aren't many almost 17-year-olds that do that. And I've known Rowan since he was 13. Man. And he's been that way since he was 13. Kind of. <laughs> he's been that way for as long as I've known him. Because the gospel was real to him. The gospel called out his ugliness and his sin and his the areas that he's been wrong. And he welcomes that. Still to this day, he welcomes that. There are people my age, I'm 27, about to be 28. There are people my age that don't welcome that. They want to be patted on the head and given a gold star and a participation trophy. Said, hey, you made it. You're you're good enough. And I see Rowan, who's 17, 
about to be 17, just staring, you know, like hard truth right in the face and saying, yep, I'm wrong. I got to change. And, and we need more of that. I need more of that. We as the church need more of that. How do we, when we come face to face with the gospel, it is, it is bad news. There is sin in our life. And even after we accepted Jesus and we're, and we're, and we're living out this Christian walk, man, there's still sin that creeps up in our lives. And how often do we go back to the gospel that sin is defeated, right? Like that death is defeated, that we have victory in Jesus. Like that's the power of the gospel is we're confronted with sin and we have victory over sin. We're confronted with death. We have victory over death in Jesus Christ. That's good. But that was my shout out. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <clears throat> well. I think so. All right. I think so. All right. Well, this was the So I Was Thinking podcast. If you like what you heard, check us out on our social media. Um, share us. At So like I Was us. Thinking underscore podcast. Yes. Uh, Instagram, All over the place. Instagram, TikTok, yada, yada, yada. Facebook. Marketplace. Right. Yeah, we are on Facebook. Um, We're back on Twitter. Just kidding. We should get on Twitter. We should. We got go... Anyway, you should twit. Um, <laughs> tweet. It's not. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's a good thing. Um, whew, that threw me off. I mean, it. He did a whole episode, two episodes. I didn't say anything out of pocket last episode either. Yeah. Anyway, hey, thanks for joining us this week. We are getting ready to go run. It's. Mm, That's right. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing, and we're going to be incredibly sore, but we'll see you again next time. We'll let you know how it went. And after, we love you guys. After this episode, a uh, commercial will play? No, we just ah, told people we're doing it. All right. Oh, my. Okay, bye.